John C. Welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. Stay tuned, man. He's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, earth two with features. Neither listen by we feel you the binge us. We got it all, baby. Are there ninjas? So relax and lie back. As we start another issue of Fireside Chats. Comic facts and wise cracks. Welcome to the show. This is Fireside Chats. Hi. <laughs> That's not how this goes. I know, but we're like, we still got problems. <laughs> so I don't know. Feels weird doing the full you. intro. I got no problems. You got no problems. I got no problems. I ain't got no problems. I ain't got no problems. I'm just gonna say the way you worded that sentence means you have a few. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no problems. I ain't got no problems. I ain't got no problems. Wow, we are way off. Hi! How about you start the show? All right, hold on. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti, and it's uh, Baby Huey and I. It's me! It's Mario. It's my. <laughs> it's a Baby Huey. It's a Baby Huey. <laughs> what's going yeah, on? Yeah, what's going on? I don't want to sing, but what's going on for a little bit of continuity? We're by ourselves again. We are. Okay, so let's, okay, let's just, thanks for... Your gentle segue. Uh, let's, like just a get, let's just get right into this part of it. So, yeah, uh, I had a family emergency last week. Baby Huey got a new place. Congratulations, Baby Huey. Mauer literally kicked me out, like foot ass out the door. Out the, yeah. I mean, look, I don't blame him, but I'm also happy for you. <laughs> At the same time, I'm like, I understand both of you. And I go, I get it. But congrats, Baby Huey, for getting out. Finally. You made it out alive. I did. I'm excited. You you're not losing any, missing I any did. appendages? Nope. It's, it's impressive. It's impressive. Uh, Features is still having weird power and internet issues at yeah. his house, so he can't. He's been trying, you know, bless him, but he every time he gets on, it's- He had power, and yeah, got and then, to record, and let's go out. Yep, so he still can't be here, uh, and Maurer is still out with late shift. And he's, he's, gonna, he's in charge of late shift right he's now. In, he's in charge of late Actually, late shift's in charge of him. Uh, <laughs> um. So hopefully soon he'll be back, but we're still in the middle One of this. One more per- week, I yeah. think. We're in the middle of this perfect storm still, and because of that, you're stuck we- with me. Well, we didn't want to leave it just with nothing. Like we debated real, like just going, hey, should we just do this? Wait another week. But Huey and I were like, look, if you can, I can. Let's at least get through the news. So for this week, today's going to be an extra long news show to get as much through the ne- the last two weeks worth of news as we can. Uh, don't look for a Saturday show um, at this point. It's it would just it's just more of this. So uh, we we didn't want to leave you. We don't want to bore you too much, right? I mean, we want to wait for at least a third person or a conflicting view because more often than not, Huey and I agree a lot of things. You yeah, are boring. So we're it's gonna be a lot of like you think that's cool. <laughs> Me too. Okay. Moving uh, on. So with that being said, uh, welcome to the Wednesday show. If you're new around here, that's where we talk about the news. The new news. Yeah, and yeah. with no Friday show, I think it's even pointless to say there's, there's no. This is the Wednesday show. I mean, for now, for now, this is the only one. This is the show <laughs> this week. This, this is, is the, the show. show. Uh, but we do have some cool topics down the line. Um, so, you know, down be on the, the lookout, but we didn't want to give you nothing. So this let's jump into our normal. Um, I don't know. No, 
our normal workflow. Topic, uh, I mean, I don't know, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Let's start with comic books like we normally do. Uh, and there's plenty of things to talk about. I actually, before we jump into the actual comic specific news, I want to talk about this Punisher news real quick because it's not even really Punisher. Okay. I just want to get this one out of the way because it doesn't really connect to anything. And I do want to dive into this a little bit deeper down the line. This might be a Friday show down the road. I do. I think next, not, yeah, next Friday. Not like this Friday coming up, but like next Friday. Let's not put anything definitive right That's now. true. I'm not saying anything <laughs> definitively. I'm, we, I want to try and make this work because it's a very interesting topic. Next um, chance we get. But Gary Conway is one of the the creators of Punisher. Uh, was asked on an interview who, uh, if he could run the comic book industry any which way he wanted, what would he do? So, like, if he was the lord of comic books, how would he handle the the decline in sales, especially everything with COVID? Like, the industry's hurting a lot right now. Mm-hmm. His response was, "I would cancel all superhero comic books." And he goes into a very interesting. Uh, explanation to why he would make such a drastic change but it really boils down to comic books uh the way that they are now especially superhero comic books only really cater to lifetime long fans they don't really they don't they don't offer themselves up to new readers very well absolutely uh and it's a very it's when i first read it i was like okay that's the most ridiculous thing i ever heard and then when i heard his whole spiel i was like okay that's a really interesting thought he's put some thought behind this yeah it wasn't it's it's out there. It's an out there proposal of I want to get rid of all superhero comic books, essentially, except for doing monthly graphic novels um, for hardcore fans that are looking for that certain continuity. But he would cut down on all like reboots and uh, events and continuity for continuity's sake, because he, what he's saying is you're excluding readers without even trying, because if there's no if you're not connected to the character in any which way, it's. Every comic, even a reboot, is expecting you know something about this character. Right, because even the reboots take bits and pieces from the prior lineage to put into the new one. Right, it's like they're, they've, their new readers are, are missing out on an inside joke. Right, you would, have to, you would have to completely start from scratch. I mean, you don't have to. Like, obviously, the Ultimate Universe and, and New 52, and there's, there's been reboots before, but knowing the history of the character helps so much more, and it gives you such a better appreciation for it than when you're just jumping in for the first time. New 52, all but Batman, because even Batman, yeah. they, still, they still took Prime example. a lot of bits and pieces. So you couldn't even jump into Batman as a new fan. No. Um, so interesting. I just wanted to put that out there because it is an interesting bit of news and I do want to dive into that further. I want to do an entire show dedicated to that. So be on the lookout for that one. Uh, God only knows when. Yeah, Yeah. eventually. (laughs) I'm not going to speak in definite. Um, we will have a show this week. Uh, but with that being said, let's jump into our actual, uh, comic news. So first off, let's talk about what's going on with, uh, Eddie Brock and let's talk about Venom. Venom. Uh, okay, so yeah, if you haven't been following Venom, uh, there's been a lot of crazy things that's been happening. I've been enjoying Venom. Yeah, well, I've, been, I've been picking up Donnie, since Donny Cates, man. Oh uh, yeah, Donny Cates, dude knows what he's doing. Um, yeah, I, we got his son Dylan now. So, so first off, spoiler alert. Uh, he's been around for a little while now. Well, not for Dylan, just for oh. what we're about to get okay, into. Because to say, there's a, well, there's some big changes that are that we're about to get into. Well, not even changes, but revelations. So this is going to be Unmasks. spoiler unmaskings, unmaskings. Yeah, uh, for Venom number twenty eight. Yes. So this so that's there's a big spoiler warning for Venom twenty eight. But just leading up to that, who's Dylan? So Dylan is uh, Eddie Brock's son. 
that he just recently was last year when he first thought it was his what is this like his younger brother yeah he found out that it's actually his son and it's even weird then because it's not even just his son it's almost like the symbiote son as well right so after absolute was absolute carnage no yes absolute absolute carnage the event that just ended we found out that Dylan can actually kind of control the symbiotes a little bit because he's partly born of symbiotes, right? So he it's he's a very is a unique child. So <laughs> when he was born, Eddie Brock had the Venom symbiote. So some of Venom got inside. <laughs> yes, I mean, yeah, it's uh, he's partly symbiote, right? So I mean, the coda. So we as we know from the the. Um, Carnage storyline uh, that recently happened, Absolute Carnage. The Kodax is something that's left behind in your bloodstream after you bond with a symbiote. So it's a, it's a, it's an imprint left behind. Correct. So that Kodak was born into Dylan. Right. He is. He is a Kodak. Exactly. So so much so that that's <laughs> going to be our first spoiler warning that we've had a new character that's been popping up named Kodaks, and, and Kodaks in, has been. He's in the future. Right. Um, so there's there they jumped into a parallel timeline because of course comics, um, right. and following behind was another character that we've been seeing for a bit now, which was the uh, which was Virus, which is the symbiote hunter, which Very looks s- like a war machine. Yes, uh, a dirty war machine, a dirty war machine, like a hobo war machine, Punisher style hobo machine. Hobo. <laughs> yeah, he's got bandages and taped up. Yeah, he parts. does look literally is taped together. Um, and, yeah. But we have no idea who this has been, and he's been following Eddie for a while, so much so that when Eddie and Dylan went into this alternate timeline, Vir- Virus followed them. Yeah. So Virus is in this timeline as well, and in this new timeline, Eddie actually, the Eddie of this timeline commits suicide, never becomes Venom. His wife does. His wife becomes Venom. Um, Which, that was in the late... Early nineties. Oh, when we the had bride, She Venom, the, the Bride of Venom. Yeah, yeah. She the She Venom, which we even saw in the movie for a short period of time. Yes. Yeah, for like two seconds. Yes. Um, anyway, the uh, she has her own squad uh, of you know trying to save. I don't want to call it the timeline, but that dimension, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. Um, from a villain named Kodax, mm-hmm. and Kodax has his own squad of of pro symbiote people um but what we've learned is that codex in that timeline is dylan so the adult version of dylan very similar think of like uh think of uh franklin richards like this is the venom version of franklin richards the child franklin richards has the this ability the child of dylan has the ability to somewhat control symbiotes yes adult dylan it looks very much almost identical to null yeah, his his armor that he wears is so close to Null, it's beyond close. It, it's yeah, it's almost like he took off Null's armor and started wearing it. Well, and which leads to a lot of speculations of okay, why does Kodax look just like Null? Mm-hmm. And Null is being pulled, essentially called to uh, to Earth right now. So we know uh, the King in Black coming soon. Yes. So we know that's the Null story. For anybody unaware, if anyone's this is your first time listening, Null is the symbiote god um, going back to the dawn of time before there was light. He was he existed in total darkness. He fought, he fought the Celestials. De- decapitated a Celestial in one swing with the Necro Sword, which and is eventually what Gore got. And that, that head is, the, is nowhere. Is nowhere, which, exactly. Guardians of the Galaxy. Which is so cool. Yeah. What a way to tie that in. Exactly. Um, but Null, <laughs> but the entire planet of the Clintars, the Clintars being the symbiotes, was actually a cage to hold Null subdued. So, like, Null's, he's a big deal. 
Yes. He's, he's a celestial level threat. And he's coming. And he's on his way to Earth. And we know that there's that, you know, Dylan's gonna play a role. So the the speculations are right now that either Dylan becomes Null, Dylan absorbs Null, Dylan I just think that Dylan's powers is so powerful that it it's drawing Null to Earth and Well, because that Null has the same power. Null controls can control Correct. the symbiotes. Yes, and, and Dylan can too. So I also think that Dylan is part of Null. Yeah. Well, remember, this is why I go back to thinking of this is this to Donny Cates is what the Fantastic Four run for Jonathan Hickman was. Yes. Where we had the, the adult Franklin Richards taking on the Mad Celestials with yes. Galactus. I think we're going to get a, a Dylan um, being the saving grace of Null. Like, so no, they, they cannot defeat Null. And then all of a sudden, Dylan comes out of nowhere and is able to stop Null in his tracks. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I, I, all of a sudden, Null has an actual adversary, because right now it's looking like no one's taking Null. And so, somehow, Dylan will depower Null enough where he'll stay on Earth, because I think Mauer had said before he thinks that Null will stick around for a while. Or Null, if Null gets absorbed by Dylan, which turns him into Kodax, or that, now you've got a reason for Null to come back if they ever wanted him to. Split, split him yeah, apart again. Pull him back out of, yeah. of Dylan, and there you go. So you can kill Kodax or make Kodax a good guy. Or maybe he absorbs him, and then over time, Null being in him, in that Kodax, starts to drive Corrupt him crazy. Him. Yeah. Exactly. Just like we've seen people do to the... Like, we know that the symbiotes can be corrupted by their hosts. Because mm-hmm. the symbiotes are, in general, they're good beings. Right. Like, they're the police of the universe. When they Remember when Brian Michael Bendis tried to make them, like, guardians of the universe? Yeah, so we, we had uh, Space Knight. Yeah. So, um, anyway, regardless, we spent a lot of time I'm, on this yeah, topic. I'm really excited for the story to see where it's going, which is going to directly tie into uh, Noel coming. Well, they're so. doing... The, the amount of groundwork they're laying for this book oh, God, is yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah, this is Dude, Donnie. years of works. Donnie, I love you. <laughs> Everything you do is gold. All right, moving on from there, uh, what's going on with Dr. Doom? Oh, we and... didn't, oh, sorry, real fast. We didn't talk about who uh, Virus is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was one. Okay, Virus uh, is, spoiler <laughs> alert, um, Scorpion. Matt Gargan. Of all people. Matt Gargan. Which is kind of weird. Okay, so. But it makes sense, though. Kind of. So during Dark Reign, uh, Matt Gargan became uh, Venom. One, one of the coolest Venoms. Uh, I hated his eyes. You guys seem to love his eyes. I love his eyes. Uh, he like so he had the normal Venom eyes, but he actually had real eyes in the Venom eyes, which was just weird. Uh, but regardless, <laughs> he was a Venom. Not my favorite, but a lot of people love him. But during during the the Ultimate Carnage storyline, uh, Venom convinces him to to like he's got to defend himself because he was part symbiote, so he's got the Codex. Mm-hmm. Carnage is going to hunt him down. This is about to get bad. Anyway, he gets uh, paralyzed. Yep. Um, in that fight, and blames Eddie and not Carnage because Eddie talked him into, into it, it. which so. he would have been killed regardless. Regardless. Um, Norman Osborn but and Carnage. He would have been killed, not paralyzed. Right, they were coming for him. It was an, it was gonna happen. So uh, to me, it's it's kind of wishy washy. It's a this the plot or the thought process here is a little wishy washy. But whatever, you need a reason. It works. Cool. He's he pissed. He's pissed at Eddie. And yeah, that's so. But what's interesting about this? So by the way, the virus suit is made up of uh, parts of Norman Osborn's Green Goblin uh, glider tech, glider tech, right? Uh, the War Machine suit. There was a bunch of other suits in there. It was all, mm-hmm. they, they gave a list of them. But uh, he then gets a symbiote given to him by Codex, and he becomes a new version of Scorpion, which looks freaking Crazy. awesome. Crazy. Yeah, like the, claw. The, yeah, the yeah, little the, pincher claws. He's got pinchers coming out of his oh, face. Oh man! And it'll be interesting to see if he keeps this. 
symbiote, and that that's how he becomes Scorpion from now on. That would be interesting. Because it just like, because I mean, think about um, Flash Thompson. Flash Thompson could only walk when the symbiote was on him. Right, until later later on he got the robotic legs. Right, but, but so yeah. what I'm saying is, so his suit is what's allowing him to work now. Now he can, now he can run off the symbiote. That is true. So anyway, that's who you, that's who the the two big reveals are. I'm very excited for uh, for Null and uh, this. Uh, what is is this? Is it December? It is December. Yes, December is. is when it's coming. Like right. Mid December. All right, uh, now now we can move on. What's going on with Doom? <laughs> there, Huey. <laughs> Uh, Doom has, uh, the ultimate nullifier. He's had, he's had an ultimate nullifier for a while. Huey, what's the ultimate nullifier for those who are new to comics or Fantastic Four? Or One Marvel? of the only things that Galactus is scared of. And with good reason. It, to be fair, good reason. <laughs> Wasn't it on his ship too? Didn't uh, Reed take it from his ship? It, look, I, it's been a long time since the, the tale of Galactus. The in this, ultimate what? nullifier was originally gotten. It was in the original Galactus storyline. Right. That but three issue. The Uatu sent the Fantastic Four back to his home planet to grab it. Oh, I thought, I so thought it was Johnny on his Storm, ship. Johnny Storm grabbed it. Over time, it probably ended up on Galactus' ship, probably, but... That's how they scare Galactus away from eating the planet, is they point at him. Now, the thing with the Ultimate Nullifier is, depending on who has it, it also depends on how powerful it is. So, Reed having it, being as smart as he is, is a big deal. And if you're also of not a sound mind, it will kill you. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it'll also destroy whatever you're aiming at. Correct. So if you just so if you wanted to annihilate Galactus, you could with a thought. If you had that aimed at him, and so, you had the, the the willpower to do it. If only we could use this during uh our our fight our uh, fight clubs. During, no, I thought you were going to say in twenty twenty <laughs> or that. <laughs> just wipe this year out. Um. All right. So that's uh. What's what? So Doom's got the ultimate nullifier. He's got. He's had the ultimate nullifier for years, apparently. Um. And he Doom's is- had the ultimate nullifier for years and has done nothing with it. Mr. Mr. Absolute Power is I, just sitting on the most powerful artifact in Marvel. I think because he's afraid he will kill himself. Okay, that's a fair. That's fair. <laughs> that's a that's a fair it's concern. Doom. I mean, I don't think he's completely sound of sound mind. That is a fair concern. <laughs> uh, so Doom just retook um, his castle and his home homeland, Latveria, Latveria, uh, and. He was going through all his lieutenants and figuring out who's still loyal to him. His stupid mask. <laughs> his he interrogation mask. He's a stupid, stupid, stupid mask. Got little horns on it. Yeah. Stupid. Just put you in a Doom samurai mask. Because this will scare you. You kidding me? Doom, you're not scary looking to begin with. What you do is scary. You are a dude in a green tunic. <laughs> it's 2020 and you're still wearing a green tunic. <laughs> Leave him alone. Who are you, you Link? <laughs> wow. Um, jeez. Anyway, so he hands the uh, ultimate nullifier to uh, Victorious. I like Victorious. Victorious, for anybody who's unaware, is Doom's protege. Yeah, uh, she's uh, also in Marvel Future Fight. She is, and she's amazing. She is amazing. Uh, so he handed the one of the most powerful, if not the most powerful object object in the MC or MCU. Yeah. Uh, Mar- Marvel Comics to her. Yo, could you imagine if that is how we get the Fantastic Four and Galactus and that's how they wrap it up is Reed just points this thing and says, go away. And he goes, okay. <laughs> like that's, that's the end of the Galactus tale. Okay. <laughs> For the MCU. All right, I'm sorry. No, not that. No. Um, so Doom either gave that to her because he trusts her completely or he gave it to her because he thinks that she's going to use it and kill herself. 
Which, to be very fair, might be a way to write her out. Right. Because I don't think they really... She's not a very they popular really character. Done much with her. I don't think she's a like many Marvel characters where they they bring her in for story because it's kind of cool for the story, and then they're like, all right, what what now? Yeah. So yeah, it would not surprise me if they use this as a way to just to take Victorious out because nobody's nobody's clamoring for the next Victorious book. Right. Other than Future Fight, I didn't know who she was. I mean, she like... she, she offers HP to my characters <laughs> in a supportive role, so I don't I, even I love use how we, her. We much. always tie this back to Future Fight because because it's, it's a game because of this this show that we've now been playing for like four years. Yeah. That's um, fireside. To be very fair, when you leave, <laughs> I got to do my dailies. So, yeah, I already did mine. Uh, all right, let's move on from there. Let's talk about the Flash because I thought this was pretty. This is a pretty, a pretty interesting moment for Flash lore. If you're a longtime Flash fan, a, this is a pretty big deal. This is a little crazy. We'll let's we'll see if they ha- eventually tie this into the show as well down the road. I w- I don't. I want to see how this plays out in general because this is this is the end of one of the biggest, if not the biggest. The, I would say the biggest Flash villain, maybe. Would you say Reverse Flash, or would you say Captain Cold? Reverse Flash, of course. It's really important to the lore of, the F- of Flash, but Captain Cold's made it outside of Flash before, where Reverse Flash hasn't. I would personally True. say Reverse Flash as a Flash fan, but if you're not a Flash fan, I feel like you've heard of, Re- of Captain Cold before you've heard Reverse Flash, although I could be grasping at straws here. Uh. I'm going to put them on equal footing, honestly. That's fair. That's fair. All right. Walk me through, baby Huey. Tell me what's going on. Uh, Reverse Flash, no more. Okay. Very quick. All right. Moving on. (laughs) No. So for years and years, Barry's been fighting Reverse Flash. Dude, he has one. Reverse Flash has one of the best lines in in any comic book ever. I'm every bad day you've ever had. Ouch. Remember he was like, I killed your dog. Yeah. I I put your dog in front of that car. Like. He goes on a spiel of all these horrible things that happens to Barry, and he says that I'm the reason How would those you, like, things happen. Mess with someone like that, dude. And the th- that what a <laughs> what a line. I'm every bad day you've ever had. Do you ma- Oh, well, guess what? For every bad day, Barry forgives him. That's the craziest thing. He's being chased by Eobard. Yes, and he's he's thinking of how to stop him. He's like, you know, I can kill him. I can do this. I can do that. He's like, but he's always gonna come back. No matter you, what, you never know which version of him you're fighting, right? Because he's always a time remnant. Yeah, because so no matter what you do, he will come back. So Barry does something he's never done before. He stopped running. He turned around and looked at him and said, "I forgive you." And Reverse Flash. So to, I, to make this make sense, I feel like we have to give anybody who's not a Flash fan a little little background on Eobard Thawne. Go watch season one. Or yes, even then, <laughs> season one doesn't really do comic justice to Eobard Thawne True. because Eobard Thawne is a guy from the future who's so crazy obsessed with Barry Allen that he and he realizing that he becomes Barry Allen's biggest villain drives him crazy. And his goal is like, how is it possible that I'm the biggest Flash fan to ever be to now be the biggest villain of the Flash ever? So how's that possible? And he realizes that I'm. I'm here to push Barry Allen to his limits to make sure he's the greatest superhero of all time. So he becomes the worst villain of the Flash in order for Flash to have a villain worthy enough to make him the world's greatest hero. To make him grow. Exactly. So he puts him through the worst things you could possibly put somebody through in order for him to go through enough tragedy. I'm going to kill your dog. He's, he's, his family and your mother <laughs> <laughs> hold on <laughs> he's done worse 
Um, but his whole thing is his hatred of Barry is not true hatred. He wants Barry to be the best superhero possible. And when you think of when you say he's a time remnant, you don't know what version of him you're fighting. If you think of a timeline, like think of a physical timeline in your mind, right? He exists like a zigzag and loop to lose, and you never know which era of Eobard Thawn you're fighting. Is this era Eobard Thawn from way in the future? Is this Eobard Thawn that you met last week that just showed up 50 years later because to him, time travels, he doesn't care about breaking the timeline. Is he two seconds from now? I mean, right. You have no idea which version. So if, if you killed that version of Eobard Thawn, you don't know where in that timeline that is. You'd have, you have to physically kill all of them and that can't be right. done. Exactly. So, um, so Barry said, Barry said he forgives him. Eobar, Eobar thought, you know, you're, 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 you're messing with me. You don't truly forgive me. He lunges at him like he's going to uh, punch him. Barry phases as, he's, is, as he gets ready to punch him. And when he phases, he says, as to show proof, I'm giving you some of my energy. Now, Flash runs off the positive energy. Uh, reverse Flash versus off, uh, runs off his, uh, his uh, negative. He, he creates the negative speed force. Right. So the pot. He's the only one who taps into that, right? Right now, yeah, there were some other villains that he's brought Zoom in. Zoom never did, because Zoom's used the Zoom. Um, no, Zoom, Zoom used did the, it, but he, he used God's, the Speed Force. God's speed? no, he Godspeed no, used the no, Speed Force as well. I think yeah. Eobard is the only one who uses the negative Speed Force. Barry did for a little bit. That's when we became when he became the Black Flash. Right. Well, he just had those black accent marks. Yeah, and he was like, it was almost like it's like the Venom symbiote storyline for for Peter, right? Pretty he, much. He yeah. started turning him corrupt, and anyway, sorry, but, I keep interrupting you. <laughs> shut up. Anyway, so uh, as he uh, phases through with him, Barry gives him some of his positive energy, and the positive energy negates the negative energy and grounds Eobard. So it grounds him, so he's no longer a time remnant. And since he's no longer a remnant, he doesn't exist in all time and all space. So he reverts back to his prior self from the future. From the future. And with no memory of anything that ever happened, and he's Reverse Flash is gone. He's a custodian at the Flash Museum. Correct. He just goes back to being, he works at the Flash Museum then. Um, so, yeah. So And he also, did you notice his face no longer looks like Barry's? Right, looks back because he had, he had <laughs> surgically, he surgically made himself, himself look, look like, like Barry. Barry. Yeah. yeah. So he's back to his old self. He's in the future again. No, no memory of anything. Now, who knows if history will repeat itself oh, down it's, the road? It's Eobarthon. He's coming back. There's, the, you can't have Flash without Reverse Flash. Well, so the last little nugget they threw in there. So Barry was back at home with the Flash family, and as he's getting ready to leave to go, the new family's moving in across the street, and their last name is Thawn. I think, how cool, because right now, okay, take the Flash family for what it is. Everyone's kind of back at this point, and uh, Wally is, is up and down his own Flash. He is his own thing, right? Um, new go, 52. Read, go read Speed Metal. Dude, what a crazy book that was. What yes. a crazy storyline that was! That was a that ties a lot of loose ends up. Yes, it does. Um, but uh, but so I don't want to read that book. Just that we don't <laughs> just have time. Re- yes, we just do not read- have time. Just read that book. Uh, if you're a Flash fan, if you're not a Flash fan, it's you can skip it. But it's it's awesome. It's it's remember we 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 talked about this a while back that there was going to be a showdown between Wally West now with the the Doctor yeah. Manhattan powers as well as that's what I thought. <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, the Manhattan. Batman Who Lasts, or yeah. The Darkest Night. Darkest Night now. Um, anyway, worth your time. What if, with New 52 Flash, is New 52 Flash still, still on? Still around, yep. Yeah, but he's, is, he in, is he still on the Titans, the Teen Titans? New 52 Flash? No. Wasn't he on the Teen Titans for a while? 
with, with uh, Damien. Back, back with New Fifty Two, but not not, no, no, not no, since Rebirth. Not uh, Rebirth. He was because he because Wally was on the Titans. Wally there was the a Titans. flash on every team. So you had was you it had, really? Yeah, was in the Titans. You had New Fifty Two Wally on the Titans. That it's the Titans. I really don't care. Well, the Teen Titans. Then the you had te- the, the, the grown t- Titans. I like the Titans. I don't had, like the, well, the, the Titans teen. had Wally coming back on. How do you guys not remember me? Right, right. But Teen Titans, when Damien was running the show, I'm pretty sure New Fifty Two Wally was there. For anybody who's confused on what I'm saying, why I'm saying there's two Wally West, is there was they in New Fifty Two they rebooted Wally they, West. They messed up and couldn't figure out how to fix it. Um, yes. <laughs> He wasn't my Wally. There are some people who like this Wally. So, uh, but New 52 Wally was a black kid um, who is very different than the Wally West that the rest of us grew up with. And for the most part, you have to keep in mind for Flash fans, most of us weren't Barry Allen fans. Everybody knows Barry Allen now, but if you grew up reading Flash, especially in the 90s, you were not reading Barry Allen. It was Wally West. Wally West was our Flash growing up. Um, So then they brought Barry Allen back into the fold. They reboot everything with New 52, and then boom, Wally West is gone. And then the new Wally yep. West is this young black kid um, who longtime Wally West fans are like, all right, cool, but like, are we really just going to pretend our Flash from the last decade is just gone? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's what they did. They so yes. <laughs> Flash didn't do as well because of that. Uh, and in Rebirth, they brought back original Wally West, but they kept New 52 Wally West. So there are legitimately two Wally West running around. So there are two kid Flashes um, just in different costumes. Well, kid, what? Well, yeah. Original, original Kid Flash is now an adult. So. Yeah, he's just Flash. He's just Flash. And then, so anyway, regardless, that's what we're talking about when there's multiple <laughs> time Wally travel. Wally. But going back into Thawne, <laughs> so if you've got, you've got New 52 Wally on Teen Titans. Right. You've got Wally West, now his own Flash, his own thing, doing his own stuff. Right. right? What if Eobard Thawne becomes the next Kid Flash? Well, well, they brought Bart Allen back, didn't they? Bart's back, too. He, he's on Young Justice. <laughs> Wow, there's a fla- there's literally a flash on every team. <laughs> um, it, it probably won't be Eobard. It might be Eddie. They might be starting to try tie in. Mm, I don't I, know if I like that. You mean Eddie from um, the Flash TV show? Yeah. I just don't think the kid the kid from this from this new Thawne family will be that far into the future. Yeah, that's pretty far in the future. So it might not be. Or what if it? Yeah, what if it is something like Eddie, and then that's why he's obsessed with the Flash growing up. So they create an entirely new Eobard Thawne. Correct. Is he just changed the timeline back to what he just kind of reset the timeline? Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. what if his now obsession with the Flash doesn't come from the Flash Museum, but it becomes from his grandfather? And that's why he starts to go work at the museum. Exactly. There Interesting. We go. So now here's a way that you can get the old flash. Marvel, pre- DC. We we keep saying it. You just just tire us. God. Like we we, we figure this stuff out. It's just ridiculous. All it right. writes itself. <laughs> okay, that's that. Let's move on into some TV news. We got a lot of quickie bits of news um, that are just you know put on your radar kind I of like stuff. Quickies. Wow. <laughs> oh. Okay. So I first, get one in. let's <laughs> stop it. Uh, not, let's not talk. What she said. Stop. That's what I said. <laughs> let's uh, let's save the Disney Plus stuff. Uh, we'll get through all that together. So here, let me just let me just run through some real quick bits. First off, we got our first look of the new uh, Batwoman. Yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. Hey, here's Ruby's costume. Put it on. Javika Leslie is that how you say it? I mean, Gail got it, but yeah. Um. Anyway, she doesn't look bad. But it does. She doesn't look good either. And it's, you know what it is to me? It's the eyes. It's the fact that they didn't paint the, the black around her eyes. So her it's eyes. It's the just, cheeks for me. 
Well, it does. It, it does look like they just put her in Ruby's costume and hoped for the best. But it doesn't seem like it fits her face well. No, it does not. Like, she looks great in the costume, but there's just these weird things with her cheek kind of popping out like of the she's costume. Got, she's got predominant cheekbones, so, and they are sticking out like there's I no I think tomorrow. they just need to redo that. I think if they remake the cowl and, like, literally form it to her head, like they should have done in the first place, I think it'll look fine. Well, that costs money. And, <laughs> and, and the CW. <laughs> they're hurting. <laughs> That's how they casted her. <laughs> Can you wear this? Can you put this All on? Right. <laughs> No, I'm sure she's going to be great, and she and again, she doesn't look bad, but she absolutely looks like she's wearing somebody else's costume. Which, what I'm hoping is, like, as in season one for Batwoman, you know, she tries on Bruce Wayne's costume and then modifies it you know, after a few times. So you're thinking she puts on Ruby <sighs> Rose's costume, and then over the show, they they make it hers. Episode two or three, she modifies it to fit her better. That would be cool. That I'll be okay with that if they go that route. Because like, let's be fair, they change Flash. They've changed Flash's costume every season. There's like been like two two seasons where they did not adjust his costume. Season two. one to two, they changed the emblem. Season three, they made a minor change, and well, then, they had all the lines and stuff in it. Well, the, after that, they yeah. So the first couple, they made for, it more red. The and first the, two seasons, they didn't change anything. But and then they, it was like they, a bodysuit. Yeah. Anyway, if they can change his costume a million times over, and then uh, they they uh, can. Uh, Stephen got a new costume every year. Give give Batwoman a new costume. Anyway, DC. Listen up. It's gonna be canceled after after the season anyway. We'll see. We'll see because it she, it could be she could be a breakout show. We don't know. We don't know. It it could be what that show needed. Because to be fair, that show needed something. Well, I think they're gonna cancel it to can to go with this other canceled show. Yeah, let's get into that. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna put this much publicity to just cancel the show in, in a season. I think they're gonna try and milk a couple seasons out of this. But it's a great idea. So what Baby Huey's referring to is that unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on who you are, um, Supergirl has been canceled. So mm-hmm. after season six will be the- This upcoming season. It's the season finale, series finale. That'll be the end of the show. Um, Which it is airing later than all the other shows. And didn't they announce it? They announced that they canceled it on like the birthday of Cara Zor-El? Yeah. Like her, her, her actual creation? Her, yes. The, the day that Supergirl first appeared in comics. Is they, the day canceled, they, they canceled her show. <laughs> well played. <laughs> uh, and look, I know there's a lot of people out there who hate this show, but I, I mean, I bring her up all the time, but my niece loves it. And it, it, it was a positive, since she was a positive over, role model for my niece. Since it came over to CW, it's been better. Um, not great. Um, but what, what, what I'm hoping is that, uh, no, I'll, I'll, not take any, any credit for this. This is Maurer's idea that they're going to merge Batwoman show and Super Supergirl show and make like a world's finest type show. And they kind of teased Whereas, that at the first crossover. Right. So world's you, finest. So you have you have the legends of tomorrow who are out in space and time fighting all that stuff. And then you do a grounded show for some, you know, street level heroes. It, like, okay, I, I know they made an entire commercial making fun of this, but how is that the show that's still around? How was Legends of Tomorrow? That was the best teaser. Oh, when they were just like, how are you guys not canceled yet? Like, the show's still on? Like, it, it, it's a fair question. <laughs> it's a fair question of everything that has gone away. You're you know telling what? me that outlived Arrow and Supergirl. You, you know why? Because the show knows what it is. It makes fun of itself. And they're just having fun. I guess. Because it, it, every time another show gets canceled, I'm like, oh, God, Legends is still around. I mean, the season premiere... The, the past season premiere, which happened after the crossover, they're like, oh, did we miss the, cr- the annual crossover? 
<laughs> like, I mean, they're just having fun with themselves. Uh, all right. So some other quickie bits of news. One, um, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Awesome. Season three. So stoked. I don't care if you like or dislike that show. Both seasons, I absolutely love them. I'm going to give it another chance. Dude, so good. So good. I, I mean, so Especially season two. Season two is incredible. Well, now, now that I got HBO Max and, you know. I Go for it, dude. Because <laughs> I haven't released my DC Universe app. And that's fair. I don't blame <laughs> you. Unless you want DC Infinite. Did we talk about that? On, we haven't talked about that. We have not talked about that. All right. Let's real, real quick bits of comic news we're here. Adding, we're going, we're adding news into uh, our- Yeah, we completely, completely <laughs> forgot to write this. what happens when we don't record for, for a week. We're all, anyway, uh, the DC Universe app, as we said before, is going away. Yes. It's canceled. That's done. All the shows are moving over to the HBO Max, but they are keeping the app around, and the service is going to become very similar to Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. So it is going to be a comic streaming app for DC. So you sign up for it. Uh, is it the same price point? Uh, I it believe be, it's going to stay at the, the same. Tr- I believe it, I believe it's going to stay at the same price point. But right now, if you are a DC Universe per, uh, subscriber and you don't have HBO Max, you can sign up at a discounted price for HBO Max for six months. I think it was like four ninety nine. And HBO Max might be the best streaming service there is. So I, I may have done that every uh, weekend. HBO Max. I love HBO Max. There's some of their originals are wild. They have so much great long, long lasting content. It's, I was watching Fresh Prince over the weekend. I swear so. I. <laughs> So uh, it was the first thing I started watching was Fresh Prince. It was so good. Um, anyway, so yeah, keep that in mind about your DCN. So everything else moved over. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a streaming app, or yep. comic streaming app. Comic streaming app, like, like Comic-ol- Comicsology, Marvel Unlimited, like you said. Uh, all right, is that, er- okay, Walking, here's a really weird bit of news. Walking Dead, if any Magic the Gathering fans who listen to this show, uh, if, you're, if that's a game you're into, the Walking Dead will be releasing a limited series of Walking Dead Magic the Gathering cards Why? on the Secret Layers website for what is, what Wizards of the Coast. What does magic have to do with Walking Dead? It doesn't, but it does, have exactly. to do, it does have to do with zombies. So there are, like, for example, I have a zombie deck. Okay. So there are zombies in the game. And, I've and, never played Magic, so I have no it's, idea. It's a great game. I, I, you know, I used to make fun of that game all the time, and then I had an ex-girlfriend who was really into it and got me into it. It's like, you know, you know, that's all. I, I drink coffee the way I drink coffee because of an ex-girlfriend. It's just if it's around and it's something I'm dealing with all the time, it sticks with me. So Magic the Gathering was something hmm. that's, that that stayed with me. That says a lot about you. It doesn't. Do you do what people tell you to do, or you enjoy something and then don't don't give it up when they go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, regardless, drink the coffee this way, Menti. What's up? Drink the coffee this way. No, it's just there was always a pot of coffee in the house. There's always, always a, um, so that, that goes back years and years. That goes back a long, long time. That's a whole different kettle of beans. But there was always, uh, Diet Coke, the whole reason I drank Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke for as long as I did, even like before Ew, worried about who dieting. Who drinks diet anything? Because it was always in the house. And now it gets to a point where oh, you drink it so much that regular soda just tastes no. funny to me. My sister tried to get me to drink diet when she lived with me. No. Well, that's because you didn't, you had other options. I didn't. Unless I decided to Go do the shopping. Go buy your own. Yeah, but when you're out, when you're thirsty, when you're sitting on the couch, you're Drink like- Drink your water. Drink your oval team. If there's stuff in the fridge, you grab what's in the fridge. We're go- this is a weird tangent, man. We got a lot of news to get through. We're already 38 minutes into the show. Stop it. Woo, it's bedtime. Regardless, there is a Magic the Gathering set coming out for The Walking Dead after that weird tangent. Uh, okay. This other is than- why we don't record by ourselves. Yeah, if somebody has to reel us in. Uh, uh, other than that, we also have uh, the Watchmen killed it at the Emmys. 
So Mandalorian uh, was nominated, did, did well, but did not do nearly as well as The Watchmen. It's Watchmen crazy. taken away Best Limited Series, as well as Best Acting for Regina King, as well as the dude who played Dr. Manhattan, which is weird Why? to me, because in my opinion, that was the weakest link of the show. Uh, not him. He did a good job. But in Dr. Manhattan's story arc in the general story, yeah, story, yeah. wasn't very good to me. This is, And that's just as a, a fan of the comic. Like, if you don't care about the comic... Uh, or like how Dr. Manhattan ended in that comic. Mm -hmm. How he starts off in the show doesn't make sense to me. But I'll let everyone else de determine that. But anyway, 11 Emmys, uh, as well as Best Limited Series, is a huge win for comic books. It's a huge win. The limited series just in itself is great. Like, to be honest, Black Panther being, uh, being nominated for Best Movie is a big, big deal. Heath Ledger being nominated for Best Supporting Actor big big Absolutely. deal it adds validation to comic book movies it adds validation comic book shows have never had that validation well yeah it's shown that they're not just the popcorn flick it can be something serious there's story and there's actual acting behind these things it took like it took a long time for people to understand that comic books the medium of comic books was not a children's thing it's a everybody thing it's a medium it's just like you can't say movies are for kids yeah. No, movies are for everybody. Right. Comic books right. aren't for kids. Comic books are for everybody. They're just kid-friendly comics, and then there's not kid-friendly comics. But it took a long time for the television medium and for, the, uh, for movies to understand that comic books can be dark. They can be for adults. They can be serious. The boys. I'm just taking... <laughs> I mean... Well, the boys is in... The, we're not even... The boys is phenomenal, but I wouldn't put it on the same level as Watchmen. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying as the adult aspect right. of the comic book. The Watchmen is... The Watchmen is to comic book TV what The Dark Knight is to comic book movies. Okay, yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, anyway, kudos to the entire Watchmen yeah. team. That's huge news. Thank you for your work. Thank you for that show. It's, Thank you for it's adding validity. It was only one season. It was a true limited series because we all thought... Even though it was a limited series, it would maybe... Well, and it ends on a cliffhanger where you're like, oh, we could go somewhere with right. this. Right. But, unfortunately, no. no. can't. <laughs> uh, all right. Another weird one. Uh, Peacemaker from the, new, from the new Suicide Squad show. Douchey Captain America. Uh, I, I can't see him. Oh, God. Wow. That was the worst John Cena joke. John Cena! No. <laughs> I'm just going to... That's going to be the music that we play in the beginning. <laughs> that little, that's it. That's what I'm putting in the beginning. It's good. No one's going to understand until this moment. Uh, so anyway. 41 minutes in. John Cena plays uh, Peacemaker in the new James Gunn Suicide Squad remake. Peacemaker is legitimately a douchey Captain America. It's the best way to word him. When they, yes. when they bring that up, it's a very good way to do it. It is literally a guy who justice and the American way is an important aspect, and he doesn't really care about real justice because he will murder who he has to in order to make it happen. Do what you got to do. He's an evil Captain America. He is Hydra Cap. Just yeah. I like, fun, I, just just I like funnier. Him. I like him already. Um, so, anyway, Peacemaker is uh, getting his own TV show for HBO Max, and it's because of the weirdest thing. Why? Ever. COVID. Wait, so, what? since James Gunn has been stuck in the house with, because of COVID, he wrote a Peacemaker TV show coming to HBO Max <laughs> uh, and that everyone signed on to do. So, there's going to be an HBO Max tie in show for just Peacemaker um, that goes with the new Suicide Squad movie. Hey, I've had nothing to do for six months. I wrote this script. Here's the show. Well, he's, 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 okay, he, cool. He just made a lot of money. He, so everybody else has just been, have, they have quarantine bodies now. You know what I mean? Like everyone kind of wasted their time. Some we, people did. We were ahead of the curve. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but James Gunn goes and writes a script. Yeah, right. And makes millions. I wrote a script. What'd you do? Yeah, what'd you do with your time? I ate cheese yeah. puffs. <laughs> <laughs> Oreos were a big part of it. Um, ding-dongs. So. Ho-hos. <laughs> Wait, pause. <laughs> 
<laughs> Stop, man. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, what's going on with the boys? Speaking of the boys. Things. Their spinoff. What's up with that? So, yeah, they're going to get a, uh, a spinoff show. Uh, it's going to be based in... Uh, based in. It's going to be about the kids, uh, college-level kids that are getting these uh, powers. Okay. I mean... Uh, it's it's not a thing that's ever existed, so it's its own. It's like um, it's gonna be a rated a rated R teen college show with superpowers. It seems I mean, to this is this is the, since HBO or since Amazon has not had a hit. I don't want to say series because it has hit it had hit series. It's been nominated for Emmys. Like they've got other shows. They, not, they have yeah, not comic, but related. they haven't. They don't have a money making show. They don't have a show that gets people to sign up. That yes. Uh, to, to care you're, about their You're app. signing up for Amazon Prime, not for the shows. Exactly. And this is the first time that they have a show that, like, pulls in viewers. Yes. Like, you have to have an Amazon Prime account because of the boys. Right. Um, so, it, very similar to AMC and The Walking Dead. So, I see this show very much like I see the world, the new world show. Yeah. It's called Worlds Beyond. World, yes, Worlds the, Beyond. The, yes. Walking, the yep. new Walking Dead show. That's what I see this as. This is the boys' version of Worlds Beyond. Okay. I mean, they're going to they're gonna milk it. It's their cash cow right now. They're going to milk it for all it's worth. Apparently, it's fast track, too. Apparently, like they're, they're putting all their time and effort into getting this spinoff show out as fast as possible. So, you know, I bet you with this coming out, I bet you we'll start seeing uh, things dropped in the next few episodes that might- uh... Probably not, because this is decisions that they were making after this has already been done. So this season, they've already they're they're already working on the net. They're, yeah, they've, we'll, we've already we'll, announced we'll season see. three. I mean, they, they like season these... three probably is when you'll start seeing teases. Uh, possibly because they're still working on the script and casting and stuff. Like it's we still got a while right, before you, the we'll show. Start, we'll start seeing some teases. Hints. Yes, hints hundred percent. I to doubt it. in this season though, because we're so far from the season being over already. Like they're not they're not crazy long. It's not like twenty four episode seasons. No, no, it, 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 we're already it, what six. Yeah, so, so the last couple we're already of, halfway there. Last couple episodes, you might see something. Maybe if they go if, back. If, in, if not, definitely season three. Hundred percent, hundred percent season three. Unless I mean, who knows? Maybe it takes place before the 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 boys does. We'll we'll see. Because we don't know time frame either. No. Um. All right. Let's get into MCU Disney Plus news because there's a bunch of that. So first off, let's go through the quickie bits. Uh, first one is <laughs> we've seen uh agent a better shot of U.S. Agent of John Walker. John Looks Walker. Uh, I don't want to call him Evil Cap. But he's he's like less douchier cap. Le- yeah, it's like yeah. It's <laughs> then then cool, the douchey cap from cooler DC? cooler peacemaker. Maybe maybe I don't even want to call him cooler because well no because peace who cares about peacemaker no nobody one. nobody cares nobody. about peacemaker nobody no, like that's the beautiful thing about James Gunn's Suicide Squad is he picked mostly characters that nobody cares about. You can kill them all. He can do whatever he wants to them. Yep. Polka Dot Man for Christ's sake is in that movie. Polka Dot Man's and he's probably going to be the coolest character. Well, he's going to apparently have like a huge role. In oh, that's too. amazing. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> and if you're unaware of who Polka Dot Man is, I want you to Google it and know that it's a real thing. Like, it's not something I just made up. It's like Arm Fall Off Boy. It's, it is just like Arm Fall Off Boy or <laughs> Condiment King. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. <laughs> it's, I'm saying there's some characters. Dude, if Condiment King shows up in Suicide Squad, oh, my God, please make that happen. <laughs> just with, with oh, mustard God. and ketchup cannons. Um, okay. It's a real thing. U.S. agent. Get yes. back on track here. John Walker takes, takes over for Captain America when he's Nomad, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, he looks good. He looks really good. He looks like... They, I think they did the best job of translating Captain America's costume on screen. Iron Man 
is Iron Man, right? That yeah. le- that's gonna look great no matter what. You look at Captain America's costume, you're like, oh, with the scales and the and the weird earpieces. Like, just think about the '80s version of the Captain America movie, and then go, <laughs> oh, okay, Ooh, that's rough. That's, that's, that's real a- rough. I mean, think, okay, Avengers Captain America in the Avengers movie, which it's I, probably I, the worst of the costumes. Yes, I, I do not like that costume, and it's at the all. closest to the comic. Other than Winter Soldier, which Winter Soldier is a different beast altogether. Well, that's his. That's Captain Steve Rogers. From yeah, exactly. Comics. And that's an amazing costume. I they love that costume, job. which I'm glad they wore again in Endgame. Um, Endgame is his Endgame. Endgame. But if it was was it, until the movie comic. started coming out, they didn't have him in that soldier suit. They had him more in a traditional superhero suit, where they had the scales and they had the big boots. Big red boots mm-hmm. and the shield. Like he was very much more of a superhero than a soldier. The soldier part got lost in, in on the comic costumes for a while, and they really emphasized that in a beautiful way in the movies. I just realized. Go go watch Captain America: First Avenger. His World War Two exactly show outfit exactly is the nineties or the eighties uh... exactly hundred percent hundred percent. And that is that the, costume basically. It's the dopiest thing. Yes, like it makes it. Look, we all want comic accuracy, but at the same time, some of them would look really stupid. Like, I go back to the, the first X-Men movie when he's like, what, because you actually go out in these from the black leather? What do you want, yellow spandex? You know how weird it would be if real-life Wolverine, Hugh Jackman, was like, hold on, I'm going to fight these bad guys, but let me put on my spandex. Well, It may, doesn't seem like Wolverine at all. <laughs> speaking of comic accurate, Vision and Wanda... Oh yeah, yeah, prime, prime example. So yeah, I'll put the uh, the picture of U.S. Agent um, in the show post. He looks great. It looks yes, he did a very good, good job of taking his costume and merging it with Steve Rogers' movie version of the costume. Mm-hmm. Um, so he looks great. He looks great. Uh, all right, let's talk. One uh, division is probably going to take the most of our time. Yeah. So why don't we just get through the quickie bits? Okay. And then we'll spend more time on that. All right. So uh, Mark Ruffalo responds uh, to. Uh, what Tatiana uh, Masley? Masley? God, Masley? Gail got it. Gail got it. Gail got it. Yeah, he just said, you know, welcome to the family, cuz. Yeah, which is a great, so that's the best cool. way. That's awesome. And I'm I'm happy that show's moving forward. It's oh, fun yeah. that that show's finally like that. Those shows. Oh, the Keanu Reeves. Uh, did you hear about that? No. And since we're on quickie bits, I mean, it's still. Wait, I think I did hear about. It's still rumor is rumor is rumor, but apparently, uh, Keanu Reeves is being heavily eyed for Moon Knight. Hmm. At, at this point, Keanu is Spider-Man to Marvel. Like, just give him something, right? They, they. But it's just weird to give him a show. Like, I feel like he, he should be in a movie. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, like, sp- remember before Marvel got so- uh, Spider-Man back from Sony? You know, they always had a spot for Spider-Man in every movie. So I think every time they do a show or a movie, they're like, we have a spot for Keanu if he wants it. Right. So, I just no matter I, what what's coming out soon, there's a spot for him if he wants. This it. is a rumor we heard a long time ago when Moon Knight was first being, you know, when they first announced that a Moon Knight show was coming. Yeah. Keanu Reeves' name got brought up almost immediately. I still think Shia LaBeouf yeah, I agree. is by far the yes. best option for him. 100%. I cannot think of a better choice for that role. Uh so I would not be upset if Keanu Reeves got it, but I would it won't be as no offense to Keanu Reeves because he's phenomenal and I love that man. He's a national treasure. He's not as good of an actor as Shia LaBeouf. Whoa. Right. He's I mean he is a he is he's more Keanu Reeves is more famous for being Keanu Reeves than he mm -hmm. is known for his acting abilities. He's a phenomenal action star, but he's not the greatest actor. Yes. (laughs) 
It's, it's not, I'm not. Look, I love that man, and whenever, every time he makes a movie, I'm in. Van Damme. But he's what Van Damme's a terrible actor, but a great action star. Yes. You're saying so he's the new Van Damme. Yes. But people don't love Van Damme the way they love Keanu Reeves because Keanu Reeves is just such a good guy. He is. He's he, just he's, a, he's such, an awesome guy. Right, and that and that's part of why you love him and you support him no matter what he does. Shia LaBeouf, on the other hand, he earned everybody's support. Like we all gave oh. up on that dude. Go when he watch, went crazy. We all gave up on that dude. Give, go watch Peanut Butter Falcon. Oh, yeah, amazing movie. He, he's a stellar actor, and he's real. I mean, he's also he's also t- tormented enough that I think he would be phenomenal at playing Mark Spector. Oh, of course. Uh, There's another weird tangent that we went down, but um, they just did a live live reading of a. Uh, Fast time at Ridgemont High. Oh, he was so funny in that. Oh my! Him, he just was stoned the whole time. Yes, he was. And and did in not his car, care. out of his car, he <laughs> didn't care about that at all. He's he didn't like, even try to change his voice for Spicoli or anything. He just was. <laughs> he just was stone Shia LaBeouf reading Spicoli lines. That whole thing is great. Yes, but I would have loved to have been like. I would have loved to heard what the rest of the cast was like. Did you guys see Shia? <laughs> Go, it's on YouTube. Go find it's, it. I'll, I'll see if I can put up the show pose. It's hysterical. Uh, all right. Let's, that's a tangent. Let's, let's move off of that. This is the tangent show. Yeah, it, quite literally. Uh, Hawkeye. The Hawkeye TV series apparently has its villain, or rumored to have its R- villain. Yeah. Weird villain choice. It's kind of like when they picked Ghost for Ant-Man and the Wasp, because Ghost is very much an Iron Man villain. Yes and no. Interesting. Uh, I'll get to... So... So who's first off? Who's the rumored villain? Uh, Madam Mask. Who's Madam Mask? A villain for Iron Man from 1968, which I only know because we looked that up, and I was blown away by how old of a character she is. <laughs> so p- partly created by Stan Lee. She's a Stan Lee creation. Who would so, have thought? So that's the yes part. The no part is. Uh, so you know, I watch all the Marvel cartoons. Mm-hmm. In the last season of the Avengers show, they brought in Madam Madam Mask Whitney Frost into the the show, and she had a on again love interest thing with Hawkeye. Interesting. So you think they're going to adapt this from some other movie? So, I mean, they'll at least take tidbits from that of them having a relationship. Interesting. So she might be a former girlfriend or something. Well, and because form- we know he's married now, so we also know that the former girlfriend aspect of Tony Stark uh, was a big deal. Like so much so. Okay. So d- <laughs> during dark. During Dark Reign, I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but during Dark Reign... This is, and Tony was the world's most wanted at the time. Yes. Um, Norman Osborn puts a hit out on him, gets Madame Mask to go find him. Uh, Pepper and Madame Mask find him at the same place. She kidnaps Pepper, tortures Pepper, and then asks Tony about, does, do you still love me? Because they said... And he, they used, his ass said yes. Because he... Yeah, they've had an on-again, on, off-again relationship. And he wasn't lying. So this chick <laughs> tortured his girlfriend now. Tortured Pepper. Yeah. And he was like, but I love you, though. <laughs> like, like, okay. So, yeah, they, they've had a thing for a while. I, my first introduction to Madame Mask was in, uh, was, was very recent, actually. It was in um, All New, All Different, the Iron Man, when he, was, when he had that new suit that could turn into whatever he wanted. Uh, the samurai. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the, the face shield looked like a samurai regardless, because it had no mouth. Yeah. I actually really like that costume. I don't know why people right. were so down on it. I like that costume. But anyway, regardless, that was my first inter- introduction to her. She is, she's a strategist, hand-to-hand combat, 
a big deal for her. She used to have a scarred face, but she's, that's been fixed yeah. now. Well, that's why she's about a mask, because she wore a mask over her disfigured face. She's very much Doomish in that way, just minus all the powers and the abilities. And she was in season two of uh, Agent Carter. And she was, which will be this very interesting about whether or not it's actually connected to the MCU, because now Sharon Carter is going the way of uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. because the time frames don't line up for her to be a villain in both shows. Correct. Um, yeah, so you know, Foggy has come out and said, if he didn't touch it, it ain't part of the MCU. Which is so, so weird because Sharon Carter, you thought well, that would have been one to make it because that did a really, I mean, that tried very hard. So much so that they even got the original um, what, Butler. Wasn't he in Endgame? Yes. Was it, wasn't he driving Tony yeah. Stark's car? Yes, he was. So my point is, so they, the original Jarvis was in both. Correct. So you went out of your way to get that same guy back for continuity's sake for the TV show to now then say, hey, the villain in, in Hawkeye is going to contradict the villain in your show. And then at the... Unless it's, his, unless it's her daughter. Hmm. Unless it, that's how they that, do this. That, that could be... Sure. Which is not far-fetched from the actual comics. So... Because she she has a she had a different name she changed her name to Whitney Frost mm -hmm. so maybe this Whitney Nefari or Nefar Madame Nefaris or Nef Some, something yeah, like that that might be the the original version and Whitney Frost might be the daughter. It's I mean it makes sense, but still, eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nefari yeah that was it. So yeah we'll we'll see we'll see what happens. Uh, okay, after that, what else do we got? Um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier pushed back to 2021. Yeah. Sucks. Thanks, COVID. Yeah. Um, we, uh, we're still getting WandaVision this year, but it was supposed to be the second show we got. Right. So, yeah, Falcon's pushed back. Uh, although, interesting news, Nick Fury's getting his own show. Yeah, and, I'm interested. And do you follow uh, Marvel's YouTube channel? I do the Mar uh, Marvel Entertainment. Yes. So Marvel Entertainment re recently released a Who is Sword. Ooh. So my guess is that this is going to take Fury after um, Spider-Man, where we see him in the space station. So what if this is the introduction of, what if the Fury show is an introduction to Sword? That very it's well like could him, be. It's like him creating Sword. See, now the thing is, like, the way Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ended, it also it also left it up for possibility of, of sword coming. They, they take, they, they show Daisy out in space. Sword. If for anybody unaware is shield, space, space shield, space shield, space shield, but there are, there are two entities, two different entities. Correct. Like they're not, they're not, you would think they're connected, but they're not. They should be. They, yeah. Sword and shield. hundred percent. Sword and shield. Yeah. Whoever came up with that acronym who was like, no, no, we're different. Really? Are you? Cause you just ripped off our name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, regardless, let's jump into that WandaVision trailer, because, oh, my goodness wow. gracious. I'm not going to lie. That's a lot to unpack. When they announced the original shows, right, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Loki, WandaVision. That was all of them, right? That was the original three? Yes. And then later on, it was Miss Marvel, She-Hulk, and, and... Are Correct. we missing one? I feel like we're missing one. Oh, what if, but that doesn't count. It counts. Not really. It counts. It's not continuity. It is, too. It, no, it's not. It is, too. Do you just want to say it is too, or do you have a reasoning behind that? Because it's Marvel. <laughs> we just talked about this whole thing about how Agents of Shield is not connected. Did you? Feige's hands are on it. It's part of the MCU. But the whole premise of the show is that. Never mind. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> it's doing alternate reality. I'm, I'm not doing this with you. Um, <laughs> so, but I was the most skeptic of that 
Even like it was like it's like the Jessica Jones to me. We have to stop doing that. Right, just assuming the one just, that's going to be bad because it's always the one that's the best. Exactly. <laughs> it's always the best one. Uh, so with WandaVision, man, that trailer sold me almost immediately. That trailer was glorious. Are you dead? <laughs> no. The, the way that they mixed, because when they first announced it, they said it's going to be part sitcom and part like thriller. And you're like, how do you fit that together? And wow. Watch the trailer I and you'll it. know exactly how. So here's my theory. <laughs> okay. My theory is that it's a personalized version of House of M. Okay. So they want to still do House of M and have her go crazy to have to tie her into the multiverse of madness to see how big of a deal she is. Because if we go back into House of M, anyone unaware of House of M, that is when she goes the Scarlet Witch goes crazy because she no thinks her kids are kids. kids. She thinks the Avengers kill her kids, but she really didn't have kids in the first place. It's weird. But um, she's a little psycho. She went psycho. Um, and she gave everybody the ultimate reality that they've always wanted. And we, we, we made fun of Carol Danvers for this all the time because <laughs> all she wanted to do is be popular. But Spider-Man becomes like the greatest hero of all time. Wolverine has his memories because he was the MacGuffin to let everyone know that this isn't real. But everyone got their own ultimate storyline, like the thing that they've always wanted. Uh, so Which, that changed Marvel moving forward. Yeah, well, uh, completely because of how it ends. Yes. So the way that it ends, now going back into a little bit of history, Joe Quesada thought that the when he took over everything, he thought that the Marvel, the mutants were too out of control and it was hard to write a good X-Men book because you have continuities all over the place and you also have a million mutants running around. So the first thing he wanted to do is get everyone back to their roots which is why you had Avengers Disassembled, which is why you had One More Day for Spider-Man, and then House of M, everybody. House of M <laughs> was their way to-, to I'm okay with everything else. Was their way of dismantling mutants. Leave so Peter alone. At the end of that book, spoiler alert, she whispers, no more mutants. And when she does, 98% of the mutant population lose their powers. So overnight, 98% of mutants are gone. Uh, to a point to this to, to, that she is still seen in the mutant community as like a demon. Yeah, like in uh, all the newer in the Krakoa books, all the newer ones. Remember when they were talking about her around the campfire? Yep. So she's seen like so much so that she's been so depowered. The she's not that powerful anymore. The ripple effects are still affecting exactly. her today. And they're bringing back mutants now. Like they're figuring it, out ways of bringing back those mutants, like killing them and re and bringing them back to life. It took a long time for mutants to yeah, like the whole, that messi- all- the messiah. Messiah Complex. Messiah Complex, a book they did. Uh, oh, what was her name? Hope. Was it not Ro- Hope? I was going to say Rose. <laughs> um, yeah, Hope. Hope. Um, anyway, that uh, I think that they can't do it to that degree, but that she was oh, going back to the multiverse part of it. <laughs> it's believed that that affected the multiverse. That when she said that, it had a ripple effect through the multiverse and got rid of mutants everywhere. So she's going she most likely not going to say no more mutants. She's yeah. she's going to say vision or well, something. Well, I don't think she's going to say anything. I I just think that she's so the way I think it's going to play out just based on the trailer. She's sad, upset. She wants her life because keep in mind to her, she lost vision, mm-hmm. disappears, comes right back, fights another Thanos, loses Iron Man, right? She like she went through the way how she went through time. Like she lost 5 years lost her boyfriend, lost, um, I mean, I guess she didn't, she wasn't connected to Iron Man all that much, but still enough to be sad. <laughs> she right. lost Natasha. Um, so she lost a lot in a short period of time for her. For the rest of us, it took a long time, and it was a five-year jump for everybody else. Right. For her, it was pretty recent. Like She came out of the portal like, you took everything from me. 
I don't know who you are. Right. And so for <laughs> for her, that happened minutes ago. Right. So that so my point is is that she comes out of Endgame, you know, disturbed and wants to have her ultimate life. So she starts manipulating reality, not realizing that she's doing it on a multiversal scale. Right. So she's okay. changing things to make give her the life that she's always wanted, like she did in House of M for everybody else. So she gives herself, and she bases it on sitcoms to make it funny and jovial. So that's why all of a sudden Vision turns into a person. Right. So I'm, I'm thinking she's going to go through all these different realities. That's yeah, a way to do it, too. So, so she really goes into like a, <laughs> a, a sitcom reality, and it's, got, it's not going to be exactly what she wants, so she changes it. And we're going to go to the next one. And but I think not- she's, what, she's, what they're going to realize and what Vision eventually realizes is that they're affecting everyone around them. Yeah. I think Scarlet Witch is going to be the villain of that show. With, inadvertently, not realizing it. It's going to be a Vision, Scarlet Witch, almost not, not at each other's throats, but he's trying to stop her because she doesn't realize what she's doing. Very well could be. Which is what could tie us into the multiverse of madness for Doctor Strange. Because we know that they, they, one leads into the other. Right. The, the ripple effects will get Doctor Strange's attention, and he'll probably show up at the end of the season finale or something. Because besides House of M and the, the short-lived Wanda and Scar- or the Scarlet Witch Vision books, like where they, when they got married and they, mm-hmm. like they have their own line of stories, besides that, and even that's pretty obscure for a lot of people, besides House of M, what's her big, big moments? Uh, nothing really. You know what I mean? Like that's a, by far her biggest moment. So if you're gonna make a Vision Scarlet Witch show, I mean, even an Android will cry, right? Is Vision's biggest moment? Yes. And House of M is her biggest moment. And then I guess her willing in those kids into existence, which will probably which play became Young Avengers. So which we know we have a Young Avengers movie in the works. That, Maybe this all ties in. Hmm. <laughs> all right. Well, let's stop speculating there because we're over an hour already and we haven't gotten to movies. So. Movies are going to be real quick. Real, real quick. Here we go. <laughs> Super quick. Oh, no. There's one, there's one bit of TV news. It's a big one, too. We can't skip it. There's rumor of a Constantine and Zatanna show coming. Okay, moving um, on. For anybody unaware, HBO Max, uh, was, there was originally going to be a Justice League Dark with mm-hmm. Bad Robot. It was originally going to be a movie. Now, apparently, it's going to HBO Max. So, Justice League Dark with Constantine, Zatanna, Dead Man, Swamp Thing. Right. I mean, the, the occult version of the Justice League. Uh, but... There was rumored of spinoff shows, and apparently, according to the Hollywood Reporter, they've been leaked. Uh, what those shows potentially are, which is a new Constantine show. Um, hopefully, Matt Ryan hopefully comes back. Matt. Be smart, bring back Matt Ryan. Just get him out of Agents of, or get him out of Legends. <laughs> move him over. Make him forget whatever Look, you want to. Legends do. has been heavily tied around him since he's been on the show. Get him out of there. I don't care. Give him his own show. That's a character that doesn't deserve to be a a a, a, a leftover on. Legends of Tomorrow. No. No offense to the Legends, but not one of those characters are as big as Constantine. Mm, yeah, no. They're all... Yeah, he's... By he's, far. He's the most fun character on the show. He's the highest rated character. Like, He's yeah. the most known very most character. Known, I mean, yeah. he is... He's too popular for that show. Y- yes. So I he's agreed. getting his own, um, which will tie into Justice League Dark, as yep. well as Zatanna who is, I guess, the Scarlet Witch of the DC Universe. Magician who, well, not, yeah, magic-based, uh, she has to speak everything backwards. Yep. So, I mean, she legitimately is a magician. She's been on a, couple, she's been on a handful of episodes of uh, Justice League cartoon. If you've ever been walking around Comic-Con and you see someone in, like, the top half is a tuxedo, but they're in a one-piece bathing suit, and they've got fishnet stockings on. That's her. That's the time. With the top hat. 
Yeah. It's like a, a sexy magician. Mm. It's really, <laughs> I mean, it's quite literally. <laughs> Um, all right, so now let's get into some TV, uh, movie news. So the first one is uh, Batman back on. Batman. Yep. Batman, you say? COVID did not take the Batman out for 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 in general. Good. It, I'm I'm glad he's I, yes, I'm glad he's, he's good. He's up and running. Hopefully, no long term effects down the road. Fingers crossed. Yep. You know, and look, I love I love that we're all pro Batison now. That trailer yeah. dropped and we all immediately changed. Our I minds. was. I'll say I said it before. I'll say it again. Like I was highly, highly against everything. All of us were. I think I, think, I hated the suit except for Moshko. Correct. Moshko was the only person going. He loved the suit when I first showed it. I not even that. He was. It. He was saying like, no, you don't understand. This kid can act. Oh yeah, yeah. He he was he was pro pro Robert Pattinson from the beginning. But the rest of us were like the Twilight kid. Get him out of here. Right. But you know what's funny? There's, there's a meme going around. Like he said, you know, this is Batman, and, and the other ones. Showing, you know, showing Twilight, and he says, no, this is Batman, and it shows all his other roles that he's ever done. Yeah. And it looks awesome. That's great. Because, I mean, look, because of Twilight, I never gave dude a chance. I've never seen another movie he's been in. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. Um, so, uh, I'm so happy to be proven wrong. I, I want this to be great, and it looks like it's going to be, and yes. it looks like he's going to be great. Uh, so, I'm happy that's up and running again. Um, but, let's move on, because I don't want to keep everyone so much longer. Baby Huey's literally yawning into the microphone. Uh, uh, <laughs> was that your? F- so no. you did a real yawn, and then you tried to give me a fake yawn that sounded like a. I can't, I can't do it. It sounded like yawn. you were sighing. Uh, like, oh, we still got. We still got more news. More news. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> we have some new uh, release dates for the Marvel movies. Mm, I mean, Mulan must not have done well enough. Mm, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. I, no. Maybe. So. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't, I didn't pay the thirty dollars. I said I was going to, and then I never did. My sister did, so I didn't have to. I always assumed that <laughs> my nieces were going to come over and I would just watch it with them. Like, and I would just it buy it. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed it. I don't care enough. So, and the only reason I was going to give it money was to so they would release Black Widow the same way. Yeah, so Black Widow has been pushed back to May 7th, 2021, which now pushes Eternals back to November 5th and Shang-Chi July 9th. I hate it. I, hate I always it. get the weird movies for my birthday time. Yeah, like, I'm July 18th. My, my sister, my, right, yeah, we're, we're a couple, well, a week away from each other. Uh, yeah, my, my sister's birthday's always in May. Her birthday's in May, so she always got Avengers. And yeah, but you might get Fing Fang Foom. That is true, because it's been, it's been leaked that the, uh, it's going to take, uh, Shang-Chi's going to be taking place in the Valley of the Sleeping Dragon. And if you're a comic book fan, you know that's where Fing Fang Foom, Fang Foom. lives. Fin, Fang, Foom. My first introduction to him was in the Iron Man cartoon. My first introduction to him, oh yeah, it was in the Iron Man cartoon. I was going to say the um, big giant green dragon, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Hmm. Uh, but no, it was. You were right. It was the Iron Man cartoon. With yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's just a giant green dragon. I yep. mean, that's there's that. <laughs> So I'm excited. I like Fing Fang Foom. Oh, he's awesome. I'm cool with that. So I'm I'm happy. That's a character in the Marvel Cinematic Universe that's just too good. Oh yeah, that would be he would just be too great for that. Um, okay, let's move on. Next from there, let's talk about those Zack Snyder reshoots that were never supposed to happen, but apparently are happening. All my footage is done, but I need to film a couple more things. Again, I'm not knocking him for that because yeah. like if because for what he was trying to do, it's done. But then he was like, all right, I'll tell you what, we could. Finish with what we have, or since we're already gone this far, okay, Todd. Yeah. 
What if we or did a week's worth of reshoots and just tweaked it? Just, just you know, a little tweakaroo. No, I want to see what you got. I'm okay with it. No, go make it the best thing possible. He, he'll need, like, he'll need like, like two more years of filming to make it good. We don't know that. Dude, the movie's got... <laughs> the movie... Okay, well, how long was Justice League? Like an hour and a half? Mm, hour, 45 minutes? Something like that. Wasn't it under two hours? And this bitch is going to be four hours long? <laughs> That's because he's throwing everything that he means needs. Half of the movie we didn't see. Over half of the movie we didn't see. I don't need any more than that. Right, so you mean you don't need to film anything else? He could... That doesn't mean he's adding to it. It means he's fixing things. I know. It's, it's most likely that it's going to be... A certain angle he didn't like or didn't film properly, so he wants to get a different angle. It, you know. Although Henry Henry Cavill's like, nah, I'm not. I got yeah, so report, I've got no other shoes. Supposedly to do. it was supposed to be Ben Affleck, Gail got it, um, Ray Fisher, and Henry Cavill coming back to do reshoots. And Henry said, no, I'm not going back. So we'll see. Uh, let's talk about Eldest Hodge for a second. Um, Who? Eldest Hodge. Uh, Eldest Hodge is what's what is is it? It's not H. It's not um Lovecraft Country. What is it? Lovecraft Country? Yes, it is. I think I think it is. Um. Anyway, he is who we talked about before. Is going to be uh, Hawkman. Um. Really? What? He's going to be Hawkman. Yeah. Uh, Why? We talked about this already. You don't? Did you? Do you like Lovecraft Country? Is he in Lovecraft? Are we sure that's the same dude from Lovecraft Country? Or are we talking about somebody else? Yeah, we're talking about somebody else. The Lovecraft Country dude is going to be an Ant Man three. That's, That's right. going to be Kang okay. the Conquer. All right, completely different. Samsonite. Yeah, way off. Um. All right. Well, here, real quick, you look up prior roles that uh, Eldis has done. Um. <laughs> but I want to talk to you about this. This. <laughs> How did he get the role? The greatest. The greatest phone call I've I've ever heard of. So. Uh, Dwayne Johnson reaches out to him and says, "Hey, is this uh, is this Aldis? I I, I want to talk to you." And he goes, who's this? And he goes, it's Dwayne Johnson. There's a long pause. And he says, whoever this is, stop playing on my phone. And The Rock goes, well, no, it's Dwayne. Is this Aldous? And there's a longer pause. And he goes, this shit isn't funny. Stop playing with my beeping phone. <laughs> and he goes, uh, no, seriously, this is The Rock. Uh, you did great. I just want to let you know that your audition was wonderful. Thanks for sending it in. Oh, and oh, by the way, you got the part. <laughs> and then he says, wow. he goes, then he just put the phone down and said, give me a minute. And then screams in the background. <laughs> All right, what did Aldous do? Uh, so he's been in uh, well, an episode of Walking Dead. Uh, <laughs> he looks oh, he looks real familiar. He's been uh, straight out of Compton. He, which was amazing. That is an amazing movie. Um, man, he's been a f- he's been a few things here. Uh, what men want? Yeah, I uh, saw that. He's been, it was an episode of Black Mirror, which I love that show. Menti uh, does not like that show. I don't like that <laughs> show because my mom's into horror movies, and I watched that first episode with my mom, and if you've never seen that show, just understand that the first episode is one of the most awkward things to ever watch with a <laughs> parent, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> it is the most uncomfortable thing I've ever... Like, I looked at my mom, and I went, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Did uh, you really? I'm, yeah, because... Uh, okay. I don't even want to say what it is on the show. Just watch that first episode and go, wow, he watched this with his parents? Yeah. Politicians and animals and blackmail. You can figure it out. No. <laughs> no one's brain's going to go, yeah, that's what happened. It's, uh, it, oh, my God. It was uh, the most uncomfortable moment I've ever had. And I watched Game of Thrones with my mom. I'm, uh, that was by far 
more uncomfortable. Put your hands like in your face. I'm I just I'm sitting there going, I can't. I'm so I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, he's he's been a handful of shows. Um, so I mean, it's not nothing big. Well, he's Hawkman now. He's Hawkman. <laughs> so that's pretty big. Uh, okay, last two bits. Real quickies, uh, the, there was a leaked image of potentially what War Machine's going to look like in the new Avengers game. It's also rumored that the Inhumans are going to play a bigger role, so they're going to bring some Inhumans into it. Be cool really? playing Black Bolt. Really? Black Bolt would be pretty dope. I don't know how you pull off Karnak, but Karnak would be cool. Mm. You got Black Widow, you could do Karnak. Because he's going to be a fighter. Yeah. Maybe the, the control will just vibrate or something before you get hit so you can sense it. That's a cool idea. Or maybe you, he can find weaknesses to ever, so maybe he can just sneak in and, and hack and all of the things that all the other characters can do, he can do all of the above. Or maybe well, he's yeah. got a special ability that he can see weaknesses in, like, building structures. Okay. So, like, where everybody else has to find, like, the glass doors you can break, it'll shine differently for him. True, true. So you can ease So if he's on your team, so if, if one of the characters is playing, one of the people on the team plays as Karnak, you'll never be able to miss a box. Like a loot box, they'll all bright. They'll all be bright for him. Hmm. That's, uh, that could work. Um, kind of cool. And they're also uh, Hasbro released a, a life-size version of Stormbreaker. Moshko, order it. Three of them, please. One I, for me, one for Menti, and one for Mauer. Yep. I still want my Deadpool head. <laughs> Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> uh, all right. I think I think we've hit that that oh moment. Oh my gosh, this was a long, it's a long, it's a long show. But we had two weeks to catch up on. And, yeah, we did, and, and this has to survive us the rest of the week. So I'm sorry you had to listen to just the two of us. I hope it was worth it. If not, if you turned it off by now, if you're still listening, kudos. Thank you, kudos. You're you're a true fire setter. If you didn't, I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm blaming you. I'm not gonna hold it against you. Hopefully, you'll be back when we're back again. When we're we'll back, be back when we're back again. We'll be back when we're back again. We're, we're, I'll be here when I show up. Look, I, we, I made the mistake of saying definitively, yeah, we're going to be back next week. And then Don't all of a sudden, do that. this week rolls around and Mauer's still not here. Features doesn't have power. And I'm like, Huey, can, are you, are you going to come over here? <laughs> I don't know if I can do this. Could you imagine if it was just me? I want to see you do an hour. You know what? Definitively, Mauer or uh, Menti next week, one hour by himself. No. We want to keep our listeners. <laughs> we don't want to do that. Uh, all right. So should I do that thing? I think hey, I should do that thing. Do that thing. I'm going to do that thing. Right. You can find the show Welcome to Fireside everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside, your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. And look, right now with, with how wishy-washy we've been, the support is amazing. I love that. Uh, I think it was Kate saying, take care of yourself after. Like, I hated writing that post. You that did. I hate. I mean, I look, I hate missing shows. Like it, it, look, there are people. If, the fact that people care is the greatest thing in the world to me. Oh, the, yeah. the last of thing course. I want to do is let anybody who actually cares let them down. Well, don't be definitive. You can't let them down. I, okay, good. <laughs> Fair point. Fair point. Um, so yeah, for the support we've been given and the support, like uh, sharing you. and liking this show, means the world because this is not our best, but it's fun, and I'm <laughs> I'm I'm happy to share this moment with you, baby Huey. <laughs> can you can you take your hand off my knee? No. Put it down. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, this has got this got we uncomfortable. Need to hit stop. This got uncomfortable. <laughs> we need an HR department. <laughs> That's what we need. We're uh, all gonna be fired. What are no, you doing? Dude, we're gonna we're gonna whoever the whoever we hire is an HR person, we're gonna send them to an insane asylum. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah. 
Once again, I'm Menti. I'm Huey. <laughs> Don't forget to do stuff. All right, deuces. <laughs> Don't forget to do stuff. Oh, just go do stuff. Like, you know. Deuce, deduce, deduce. Deduce, deduce. Deuce, deduce. stuff. Deuce, deuce stuff. That's what I thought you said. That's the name of this issue. Deuce stuff. Deuce stuff. Deuce stuff. Deuce. Hmm. Deuces now. No. No, deuces now. Wait, all right. No. HR, we're fired. <laughs> all right, deuces. Deuces. Except. So, should, no, the name of the show, the name of the episode will be Our Apologies to Our Future HR Department. <laughs> <laughs> or. I don't know. Wow. Goodbye. Goodbye.